back. This is a Scared Money, Don't Make Money podcast. We're back for week 11 in the NFL. Week 10 was a great week for some of us. For some other of us, it wasn't the best week, but it wasn't the worst week. But we're back again to give our picks for another week. Get back on the saddle. Hopefully, I can continue my success. First game we've got for the week is going to be Colts-Packers in Indianapolis. Colts minus one and a half. I really like this game because I'm a Packers fan. I think the Packers are going to be able to take care of that line, no problem. But I do worry about it, to be honest. I think the Colts could realistically win this game. They've got a good defense. Our defense sucks. Uh, I think it's going to be kind of a shootout if we can't get any pressure on Phillip Rivers. But I'm taking the Packers uh, plus one and a half. Jared, who do you got? Yeah, so I'm uh, pretty excited about this matchup and the spread. Packers opened at minus two and a half, and it's flipped all the way to Indianapolis uh, being minus one and a half. Um, I like the Packers' offense right now. I know their defense isn't great. Um, Indianapolis does have a good defense. But I think this is a matchup where uh, Aaron Rodgers will really thrive. Um, Game's going to be indoors. Don't need to worry about weather. Um, I like Packers plus one and a half um, to cover pretty easily. I'm going with the Colts in this one. Uh, Packers do have Lazard back, so I'm pretty excited for that. Really like him. But the Packers defense is just awesome awful and the Colts D line is really good so we're not going to have much of a run game the Packers Aaron Jones is probably going to get bottled up for most of it and Rodgers numbers haven't been there when we haven't established the run that well so I think it's going to be kind of a slow move for moving game for our offense and the Colts are going to beat us beat them I don't play for them (laughs) Colts. I would like to apologize. I'm not in the best of mental states right now. So my picks are going to be kind of random and sporadic because I just did this in about two minutes. No problem. It doesn't take long to pick winners. That's for sure. Next game, we've got Tennessee versus Baltimore in Baltimore, Baltimore minus six. I really hate this game. I don't like this line at all. I don't really think the Ravens are that great. I think they're being able to figure out Lamar Jackson quite a bit now. He's turning into kind of a one-dimensional player. But I don't know if I can trust Tennessee against the Ravens' defense to really keep this in place. Um, I still don't trust Ryan Tannehill. I don't think he's that great of a quarterback at all. I like the Ravens. I like the Ravens. I, I'm, I'm going with the Ravens. I'm going with my gut feeling and taking the Ravens at home. It's kind of a big spread to cover. Got to cover by a touchdown pretty much. But I, I, I'm going with the Ravens. Yeah, I uh, <clears throat> remember watching the playoff game last year between Tennessee and Baltimore. And Tennessee kind of just had their way with Baltimore's defense, especially on the ground. I think Henry rushed for almost 200 yards that game. Um, B 
be a nice matchup. It'll be, it'll be a fun game to watch, I think. I mean, you get a, a rematch of a playoff game from last year. I don't trust Lamar Jackson. Um, he has shown that he's not a great thrower of the football. Uh, it relies on his legs. And after watching Baltimore struggle against New England last week, who offensively is nowhere near as dynamic as Tennessee is, um, I think Tennessee finds a way to go into Baltimore and cover the six-point spread. I'm taking Tennessee plus six. Me too. Tannehill off the play action is really good. Mitch said Tannehill's not a good quarterback. I think that's correct, but he's a really good quarterback in this system. So I think Tannehill has a big game this week, and they easily cover the spread. Probably might win the game. Next game we got Detroit versus Carolina. In Carolina, Panthers are plus two and a half here. I've been points with the Panthers. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is going to be there. Christian McCaffrey's out as well. They got the former XFL quarterback starting for the Panthers. I don't like that at all. I, I'm i sitting here. I want to bet the Panthers. I really do. But I'm taking the Lions here. I think the Lions are going to get it done. Jesus Christ, Mess. Can you can you handle that that microphone over there? I mean, it sounds like you're... Dude, I literally have not moved a single inch. It sounds like you're crinkling a bag of chips. I almost fell asleep. I literally did not move. You need to figure it out. You need to figure it out. I've got Detroit. I've got the Lions covering this. They're a better team than being two and a half points here against the Panthers. I think they're easily going to be able to cover this. I don't think it's really going to be close, to be honest. But it's also Stafford outside. I don't know if I can trust that either. But I'm taking the Lions. Jared. Yeah, this game is kind of weird because uh, Detroit statistically has given up more touchdowns to running backs than any other team in the NFL this year. And even though there's no McCaffrey, I mean, I think Mike Davis could still find a way to have a nice day tomorrow. Um, My deciding factor on this is that P.J. Walker is the starting quarterback this week, projected to be the starting quarterback this week for the Panthers. And I watched one drive of him play when Bridgewater almost lost his head on Thursday night a few weeks ago. And I've never seen a quarterback telegraph passes more than pj walker um i don't like this game but i you got to pick someone so i'm gonna go with experience and stafford and take detroit minus two and a half uh who did i pick you got the lions all right i got the lions next (laughs) eagles browns in cleveland I really like this game. I, I like this game a lot. It's going to be a terrible game to watch again, but I love the line on this game. I love the Eagles at plus three here. Don't get me wrong. The Eagles are terrible. Carson Wentz is really bad. They need to get rid of him. But the Browns have scored 10 points multiple times this year. The only team that's done it more is the Jets, and they're 0-9. 
last week the Browns only scored 10 points at home against Houston. I don't know how that's even possible, uh, but they figured out how to do it. And Baker Mayfield, I thought, was going to throw it all around the place, and he threw it nowhere, uh, to be honest. So I like the Eagles here. I think they're going to get this done. I think they're going to win the game outright, to be honest. And I think it's going to be a pretty easy cover for them. Yeah. Uh, my general rule of thumb is never to bet on NFC East teams because let's face it, they're all fucking bad this year. Like they are every year. Um, I get Cleveland at home minus three. Um, I think last week was just kind of an anomaly, honestly, with the Cleveland offense. Uh, I think this week they come out um, a lot stronger than they did last week. Uh, It was just a weird game last week. But I think Philly hasn't shown me anything to believe in Philly going on the road and beating a good opponent. Um, I just I can't get myself to take Philly. So I'm taking Cleveland minus three this week. Yeah, I think this is just an absolute blatant overreaction from Mitch. Just sees one week of bad offense and then just throws out the other five weeks where they score 30 points. And Eagles are just a bad football team. I mean, awful, to be honest. So I'm going to go with the Browns. Uh, I, don't, I don't know where the other weeks they scored 30 was. The first six of the season. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, you I want to I, fact check that because I'm right. No, that's fine. I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at it here. Um, Ten and seven, six and sixteen, thirty-seven, thirty-four. Okay, mm-hmm. seven to thirty-eight, thirty-two, twenty-three. I mean, they can score, I guess. Yeah, you're not totally wrong, but they can also literally almost score nothing, and so. I, I just I don't trust the Browns. I'm sorry to say it. I, I don't trust them at all. I like the Eagles here. I think it's going to be a winning pick again for me this week uh, going against you guys. But we'll have to just see what happens. Uh, and if it happens like that, you know, I'll just come back out on top, which will be another good thing for me. So I like this a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm holding on the Eagles. Next game, we've got Patriots versus the Texans. This is another game that I just don't understand the line at all here. The Texans are plus two and a half. I mean, I get the Texans are at home. The Texans are two and seven. And I mean, the Patriots, sure, they, you know, they just beat the Ravens. I get that's, you know, I'm thinking probably out of emotion of watching them beat the Ravens. And now they have to play the Texans and there shouldn't be no problem at all. And that's probably exactly what Vegas wants me to think. I think this is a big trap game. I I don't like it, but I also love the line. And I, I, it was the same situation with Miami last week. I don't know how you couldn't take Miami at that line, and I don't know how you can't take the Patriots at this line. I think this is one of the easiest bets of the week. It, it should be, at least. It should be one of the easiest bets of the week. I'm taking the Patriots easily cover, easily cover two and a half. Yeah, I'm on the same, same wavelength of thinking here with Mitch. Uh, New England is going to have Sony Michelle back this week. That'll be nice to finally get one of their offensive threats back on the field. Uh, Gilmore is still questionable, um, but especially if Gilmore suits up and plays this week. Houston is really playing for nothing at this point, um, where New England 
realistically, if they finish the year out strong, second half of the year out strong, they could, you know, find themselves into a playoff spot somehow. Um, I liked New England's uh, game plan last week against Baltimore. They beat a tough team, albeit at home, uh, but they, they, have, they picked up a good win. Um, I'm going to take the Patriots minus two and a half. Um, I could literally go either way on this game. What did I say initially? Patriots? Yeah. All right. I'll just stay with the Patriots. Um, I mean, the Patriots defense is like, isn't good either. So I, I really can see Deshaun Watson having his way in this game. But if I'm going to put my faith in one of these teams, and obviously I'm just going to go with the Patriots as probably a safer play, but I don't like anything about this game. Next game, we've got Falcons Saints in New Orleans. New Orleans minus three and a half here. Um, Drew Brees is out. Taysom Hill's starting. I don't like Taysom Hill at all. I, I don't think he's that great of a quarterback, especially now when he's going to be running the show and he's not just coming in for a couple plays and they run the wildcat to him and act like the defense doesn't know exactly what they're going to do with that. He barely ever throws the ball. He's going to have to do it a lot, I, I think, uh, against the Falcons. This is a tough game for me to pick. I, I mean, I can see the Saints doing it just because the Falcons will find some way to fucking lose this game like they always do. But I really kind of believe Atlanta's going to sneak this out and take a division win here. I mean, it's a pretty big game um, for the division here. The Saints really kind of need the win to hopefully kind of get a little further away from the Bucks and kind of solidify their spot in that division. But I don't think they're going to be able to do it. Without the crowd at home is an insane factor that Taysom Hill really probably needs, and it's not going to be there for him. I like the Falcons plus three and a half here to, to win outright. I, I really think they're going to win the game. Uh, and, and easily cover the spread. Yeah, I went, I went kind of back and forth on this one um, just because Atlanta always finds a way to, to fuck it up somehow. Late in games, no lead is safe when the Falcons have it. Um, Drew Brees not playing. Like Mitch said, Taysom Hill is going to start. I don't think that means that he is going to play every snap, though. I think Jameis is going to get definite, definitely going to get some snaps this week. Um, it's an important divisional game. Uh, the The Saints need it. The Falcons are playing for nothing. They're three and six this year. I don't think that Atlanta is going to be able to to do it. Uh, I think even with Taysom Hill, they're going to be able to mix up some some offensive sets. Uh, they still have Kamara and, and Michael Thomas. Um, I think they're going to find a way to get the ball out of Taysom Hill's hands quick. Um, something Michael Thomas is great at catching short passes. Um, so I think I think New Orleans finds a way to cover three and a half, just because I don't trust Atlanta at all, and especially a bad Atlanta team that's playing for nothing. So I'm taking New Orleans minus three and a half. Uh, what do I have here? 
<laughs> got the Falcons. Okay. Uh, hmm. I want to flip to the Saints. You're going to flip to the Saints. Uh, I like this. <coughs> COVID. Yeah. I want the Saints. Um, I just don't trust the Falcons. And I think the Saints want to win the division. I don't think they want a wild card. They want everything to go through them. And I think Sean Payton's just too good of a coach. He knows what he's doing. Like JD said, Jameis is going to get snapped. He's got LASIK. He had LASIK surgery this season. I mean, he threw like 50 touchdowns, and he couldn't even see. (laughs) (laughs) Think of that. He had LASIK surgery, and the dude threw like 40 touchdowns. That's crazy. He can see now. Imagine what he's going to do now. It was like when Mirza got glasses, finally. Yeah, precisely. He's an assassin. Yeah, and then then unfortunately his career was sidelined from – Heart injury. I don't even know what happened. Oh, yeah, I think I, I think his heart exploded. Yeah. <laughs> the clinical term. I don't know what it is, but I think his heart exploded. <laughs> James James can see now, so that's pretty cool. Good for him. Hopefully, he doesn't throw ten interceptions with the ten touchdowns. But we'll see what happens. Uh, next, so I'm game, going Saints. Next game, we got Cincinnati versus the Washington football team in Washington, D.C. Washington's minus one. The Bengals are due for a win. This is a game that they can win. I think it's going to be close, but I I like the Bengals here plus one. I think they're going to win the game outright in Washington. I think Joe Burrow's going to throw it all over the place like he like he normally does uh, but I think this time it's going to get it done for them and they're going to be able to take care of business in Washington and get a win on the board for them uh, and continue with the rest of the season yeah um, really just kind of a brutal game I guess I mean they're both pretty bad this year it was kind of nice to see Alex Smith come back and play well though after that leg injury he suffered Kind of a heartwarming story. So that was nice to see. Um, I like Joe Burrow. I think he's a good quarterback. He is a great passer. Uh, he just doesn't really have much help on that offensive line. This one is really a toss-up. And basically, I'm just going with my gut initially. And my gut was telling me Cincinnati plus one. Um, yeah, you're basically picking a winner here. So I think Cincinnati wins. I am going to go with Washington. Realistically, Washington's still fighting for the division. They they got a lot to play for. Alex Smith played really good football last week. He's playing good football, and this is a bad spot for the Bengals to be in. They, they don't have an offensive line. I'm pretty sure they're just ghosts standing on the field. And the Redskins D-line is good. I don't think they establish anything sort of a run. Burrow's picking himself off the ground all game long, and Washington comes out with a win at home. Next, we've got Jets, Chargers in Los Angeles. Chargers minus 9.5. This game, I fucking hate this game. 
You know, I'm notoriously being called the Jets whisperer. I've bet the Jets on every time they've covered the spread. They've only done it twice. I've bet them twice. They win the spread when I bet them. And this week's going to be no different for me. I mean, this is realistically, they're going to have to win by double digits. The Chargers are going to have to to cover this spread. We got Joe Flacco out there, who I like a lot more than Sam Darnold throwing the football around to at least try to score them some points. I'm taking the Jets here. Call this crazy, but the Jets might win this game. They they realistically could win this game. And I'm not saying bet the money line, but if you've got some extra money and you want to bet out there that could pay pretty large for you, uh, you might want to test the money line on the Jets this week. I think they can really win this game and keep it really close if not. I'm taking the Jets here. They're going to get their third win against the spread this year and continue my streak as the Jets whisper. Oh, shit. So, starting off, I don't think the Jets front office will let the Jets win this game. First of all, they're 0-9. <laughs> they're, they're looking for the number one pick. The Jets are not going to win this game. If they do, I would be surprised. But... I think they're trying to lock up the number one pick. And Justin Herbert has been a pretty great rookie quarterback this year. He cut his hair. He looks like a fucking creature now. Um, That's intimidating when you see that on the sideline. Looks like the kid in the corner of a party just jerking off the girls dancing on the floor. He looks fucking weird now. I can't. Dude looks like he's 10. Yeah, he looks fucking weird, like a sweaty fucking preteen. But he's been pretty solid this year. Nine and a half is a lot. I've never seen – not often do you see a 2-7 and seven team with a, almost a double-digit spread to cover. But I think that the Chargers and the rookie quarterback, Justin Herbert, are going to get this done against New York Jets. The Jets are fucking awful. They're just terrible. They can't score points. I, the Chargers can put up points. That's one thing the Chargers can do. Defense, that's another story. But they can put up points. So I'm going to take Chargers minus nine and a half. I'm also going to take the Chargers. Uh, Herbert just wants – he wants to win football games. He's just going to have no remorse for how many or how much he wins by. Once they get a lead, he wants to finish a game out finally. So he's just going to keep racking up points on the Jets. They're really, really bad. Chargers. Well done, Mess. Well done. Miami, Denver, in Denver, Miami minus four. I I still think this is just kind of showing, I don't know if Vegas has figured out Miami yet. I I mean, they're on a train. They're one of the hottest football teams in the NFL right now. And again, the Broncos are not that great of a football team again it happened last week just like i said bunch of points scored late in the game almost did give me the over we were not far off um from looking at the midway through the third quarter we looked like we weren't even gonna sniff it uh but then it got close uh there was points being scored left and right but i like miami again i'm gonna ride the train i don't see any reason not to ride the to a train right now they're red hot the defense is fantastic they are leading the NFL in turnovers. I I like Miami again here. I'm taking Miami. Screw the Swag King again this week. Go Miami. Go to a. It's a win. 
just the sheer disrespect for Swag King on this podcast coming from Mitch. It every week it's just Swag King hate just spewing out of his mouth. I will agree Miami is playing good football right now. Their defense is insane right now. Brian Flores is a, a genius defensively. I just don't know if Miami can go across the country again for the second time in three weeks and get it done. I, I Miami confuses me. Like I, everything about Miami right now says that my I should be betting Miami, but maybe I'm just doing this out of love for the Swag King, um, like I did last week, and he fucked me. But I'm gonna I'm gonna roll the Swag King again on this one. I'm gonna go Denver plus four at home. Oh, I'm sorry. I did my headphones on. Am I up? Yeah, you're up. Were you, were you uh, I almost did. I just almost threw up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what game are we on? Uh, we're on Miami, Denver in Denver. Miami minus four. Oh, shit. Give me Miami. Denver sucks. Dude, I'm so tired of betting that. They just fucking blow. boy. That's what I like to hear. Dallas, Minnesota, in Minnesota, the Vikings minus seven. I love this again. I'm going to ride the Vikings. They're they're the hottest team in football right now. They are scorching hot on both sides of the, the ball. Their defense is looking exactly like it did last year again. Their offense is starting to click with Dalvin Cook back. There's a newfound sense of confidence in that locker room that they can realistically make a run at this thing. And I think they're going to easily take care of business in Dallas. Andy Dalton is back, but we watched what he could do when he was back before, and it was nothing. So I don't think anything's going to change here. Vikings easily cover minus seven at home against Dallas. That's one of the easiest wins I think you can pick this week. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Andy Dalton coming back means much of anything for the Dallas Cowboys at this point. Um, if the Dallas Cowboys aren't approaching the rest of the season with the tank mentality, I really don't know what they're thinking. I know the division's bad. I get it. But they literally have nothing going for them. Minnesota has been playing well. Dalvin Cook has been playing well. Kirk Cousins finally picked up his first primetime win in his career last week. Um, granted, it was against the Bears and the Bears did the most Bears thing ever by having their quarterback taken off on a stretcher on the game-winning drive. Such bullshit. I should have hit that game. Yeah, well, you didn't. So, yeah, you did not. But anyway, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll with Mitch on this one. I think Minnesota is too much for Dallas to even come close to. I'm taking Minnesota minus seven. Yeah, same. Dallas sucks. Let's move on. All right. Chiefs Raiders, this is my favorite game of the week. This is my absolute favorite game of the week. Maybe game of my career to bet on. Chiefs coming off a bye. Minus eight on the road against the Raiders in Los Angeles. I'm sorry, Las Vegas. I don't know why I say Los Angeles all the time. But Vegas is a good team at home. They're a completely different team at home. They're very good under Gruden at home. 
but it's not going to matter. Sure, they beat them earlier in the season. I think that adds more fuel to the Chiefs' flame. Andy Reid is an absolute wizard off the bye. They're going to come in. I don't think this is even going to be competitive. The Chiefs are going to rack up so many points on the Raiders that it's not even going to be close. COVID's hit the Raiders again for a second stint. They've got more players gone for the virus. It just doesn't, everything just sounds horrible for the Raiders right now. I wish I could have got this line when it opened at six and a half, but it's moved up to eight, which is still fine for me. Uh, Chiefs by 20. Shoes. Bold. Chiefs by 20. Okay. Um, Yeah, it was, I I don't really know what to make of their their matchup earlier this year. Uh, The Chiefs are a great football team, um, and they just did not come to play that week. Uh, I don't know what to do with this. Mitch loves this game. Um, I think the spread has gotten so big now that I I have to take the Raiders at home, plus eight. I got to take a chance here and just roll with it. Um, the Raiders just keep surprising me every week. I don't know why or how they're doing it, but I, I there's something about the Raiders plus eight I think that's too much for the Chiefs to cover. I think it's going to be a close divisional game. Uh, the Raiders are six and three, so you know this is kind of a kind of an important game for them in the in the playoff hunt. Uh, so I am going to roll Vegas plus eight this week. Yeah, I'm going to take the. <clears throat> oh, I'm going to go with JD and take the Raiders. I don't know what the hell Mitch is talking about winning by twenty. Uh, the Raiders just continually play well against the Chiefs. They do what – they force Mahomes to do what he doesn't like to do, and that's continually throw the check down. He's golden boy. He's got too much of an ego and too much pride. He wants to sling it around, and he's just going to force things, and he's going to throw a lot of incomplete passes because that's what the Raiders are going to make him do is throw it short, and he's not going to do it like exactly how they did first time and last year. So I'm going to take the Raiders in a close one. Chiefs might win, but Raiders cover. Monday night game of the week, Rams versus Buccaneers. This is going to be, first of all, a fantastic game to watch. I can't wait to watch this game. It's a great game for Monday night football to look forward to watching. Really? You look forward to watching Jared Goff? Yep, I do. Just because they're going to win the Super Bowl, G. That's right. Goff for MVP. I talked very high uh, about the Rams last week. I really do think they're going to make a run at the Super Bowl this year. I think they're underrated. I think they're overrated, but whatever. That's fine. We can have our different opinions on that. But this week, I like the Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers are going to see the Saints lose. It's going to add more fire to them Monday night to come out and get business taken care of. uh, To keep themselves in contention in that division. Bucks are at home, minus four. I like the Buccaneers. I think they're going to be able to put pressure on Jared Goff. That's when Jared Goff's you start to see him crumble a little bit, was when they can get pressure on him and not let him be so comfortable in the pocket. He starts to get a little more towards average. Uh, when he doesn't have that pressure and he can kind of sit in the pocket and choose where he wants to throw it, he, he's very, very, very good. Uh, he's very good and he can get it done against just about any team in the league, but 
this week, Tom Brady and the Bucks come in. They've got a lot to play for, a lot to prove against the Rams. And I think they're going to be able to do it and cover the four-point spread at home. Give me the Bucks. Yeah, I think that last week was kind of um, a bad representation of who Jared Goff is and what their offense is. Um, they were going against the Seahawks, who have the worst defense in the NFL. I mean, it's, you know, they're not putting pressure on the quarterback. They didn't put pressure on Goff. Uh, not going to be the same situation this this week against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has got one of the best defenses in the NFL. They're going to put pressure on the quarterback. Those secondary players going to lock down um, some of those weapons on offense. I think that Tom Brady is going to come out at home and put up a show on Monday night. Um, historically a good, you know, primetime quarterback. So I'm going to take Tampa Bay minus four, and I, I don't even think it's really going to be close. I I agree with that one. I'm going to go with the Bucks, And I think Levante David shuts the run down for the Rams. And when you shut the run down for the Rams, you force Goff to win you football games. And that's just got bad news written all over it. So I'm going to go Tom Brady and the Bucks. Mas, who's the mad dog of the week? No, we missed one. Oh, who did we miss? Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. Oh, my apologies. Uh, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. I Jesus Christ, this... man, you're so stupid sometimes. How can I forget about this game? I fucking, fucking hate this game. Whole podcast is going downhill. Hey, well, I'm going uphill. I'm winning like the podcast has never seen before. So, would you win Thursday it, night? It doesn't did really you matter. Thir- yeah, I lost Thursday night. JD, did you win Thursday night? Matter. I did. I'm one and zero. Oh, I won. Th- I, I won Thursday night. I started going one last week, and look where I finished. It, 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 I don't. It doesn't matter how I start. It's how you finish. Pittsburgh Jags in Jacksonville. Pittsburgh minus ten and a half here. I said it last week. I, I hate double digit spreads in the NFL. I got screwed by the Jags last week, and they they did it to me against the Pack. I want to take Pittsburgh here. I really do. It sounds like it. I, I like the Jags here. I think they're going to cover the spread. I don't think they're going to win. They might win. I, Pittsburgh's going to lose eventually. They're not going undefeated. I, I promise you that. And and this might be the week. But the Jags cover 10 and a half. Yeah, Jags plus 10 and a half at home. It's easy for me. Easy. Give me, give me the Steelers. Yep. All right. Fuck them. I mean. All right, mess. Now you're mad dog uh, of the week. Shit. Who you got? Who do I have? Yeah, I think I have the Titans. Yeah, Titans. That game's easy. Fuck that. Titans. Hammer it. They're going to win that game. Whole touchdown dog. There it is. Against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. There the it Jordan is. Henry's going to eat them. You heard it here. Mad dog of the week. Titans. Take them. Bet it hard. Win money. We're going to finish it out with our locks. You know, talking about locks, I'm waiting to talk about locks for the entire podcast. All right, let's move on to week 11 locks. We don't need to talk about week 10 locks because Mitch was one and two every week leading up to last week. So let's let's move on. Just like I proclaimed, we are breaking the streak of one and two. I said we were going three and oh. Mitch, we is this a recap? Is this a recap or first are we making time, picks? I'm sorry. I'm just confused no, what we're doing here. ever on the podcast, we went three and oh. Guess what? We're doing it again this week. We're going 3-0 two weeks in a row. 
six and zero in two weeks. You better parlay them this week because it paid big for you last week. Do it again this week. We're rocking the Patriots versus the Texans. Lock it in. They're going to take care of business easily in Houston. That's going to be an easy win for us. We're doubling down on the Vikings again this week. Put it on the Vikings against Dallas, minus seven. That's going to be the easiest win possibly ever made. And then lastly, we're putting Chiefs Raiders. Lock in the Chiefs. I told you before, Chiefs by 20. This isn't going to be competitive. Parlay all those three. I'm I'm telling you to do it this week. I'm not saying maybe do it. Do it. It's hitting. It's going to be a big payday for you. If you've got some extra money to throw down on there, I'd say throw 50 on the parlay. It's going to pay massively for you. It's going to hit. I'll be putting it in this week. Maybe not for 50. I'm a little broke, but we're going to be putting it in for something. I promise you that. Those are the three locks for the week. We're going 3-0 again. 3-0. 3-0 to go 6-0 in two weeks. Something that the podcast never thought could ever happen. It's going to happen this week. Jerry, before you give your locks, can we just point out that on a podcast about making people a bunch of money, Mitch just said he has no money, and all this podcast is is yeah. strictly about making money. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I made money, okay? Stupid, or does he suck? Which one? I'm young. I work commission-only job, okay? I'm trying to get back up on my feet with some <laughs> cash here. When it gets back into the wallet, don't get me wrong, there's going to be money rolling in for these bets. But right now, I can, I, I can only bet small. So what I can do. I just had to listen to Mitch yell <laughs> for like five minutes right there. Like, he did. He I, it was just nonsense so yelling. Oh my gosh, it was just nonsense yelling oh, about. Mitch he just kept yelling three Mitch and zero over and Nash. over. Three and zero, three and zero, three and zero again. Deja vu, we're back again. Jesus. All right, Buck, JD, can give your locks. I need to go throw Yeah. Okay. My locks. I'm going Green Bay plus one and a half. I'm going Tennessee plus six. And I'm going Jacksonville plus ten and a half. Wow, Jacksonville on the locks. Taking Jacksonville oh, on the locks. That's a bold one. Okay. Good for you. Uh, so I know I for sure am locking the Titans. And I honestly don't even remember who plays this week. Mitch, what are my other two locks? Oh, yeah. You're that's locking an easy Washington. Game. What was my other one? And Miami. Miami. Oh, yeah. So I'm pretty much just basing my locks on shitty teams. Bet against shitty teams. That's the goal here is just hope they continually stay shitty. Uh, so that's what we're doing. No, not a no. bad, not a bad strategy. No, definitely not. Well, there's our picks for week eleven. We'll be back on Tuesday. Well, I'll be back here on Tuesday. I don't know about these guys, but I'll be back on Tuesday to talk about the week. Good luck to everybody. Make sure you get the bets in. We've got the winners picked again. I more than likely have all the winners picked again, majority of the winners at least. Good luck to you folks. We'll talk to you soon. Go pass.